Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, we welcome Tom Drawn. Tom has written and performed music for more than half a century on his own, on all kinds of stringed and keyboard instruments, and as part of a wide variety of groups, including Wild Oats, Second Wind, Indian Summer, Take Three, True Grass Trio, and Duck for the Oyster, and as part of the Lake Superior Big Top Chautauqua. Tom's palette for music spans all kinds of folk, bluegrass, classical, world music, and more. After a youth in the Carolinas and West Virginia, he found home in Ashland, far north Wisconsin. You'll find a full, uncut version of this program with nine extra minutes on the northernspiritradio.org website. Right now, Tom Drawn joins us via Zoom from Ashland, Wisconsin. Tom, it's great to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. It's great to be here with you. And we were chatting before we got on the air, and it appears I have met you before. You looked somewhat familiar, but I didn't quite have the bells ringing in the right place. But it turns out that you played with Duck for the Oyster with Kevin McMullen. I did. That was a great group and a great time. And we played for a dance in Eau Claire with you. You've been doing music for a long, long time. I think you've got at least six albums out there that you've participated in with various people and on your own. How did you get connected with music originally? There was music in my family. My dad loved to play piano. He was a primarily self-taught jazz piano player who was born in 1917. So he sort of had hot club and big band jazz in his soul. So I was always around that. And I had two older brothers and an older sister who dabbled in learning to play instruments. And there was a ukulele that my dad had bought that was actually a banjo ukulele. And it's all aluminum and fairly indestructible, but it has a genuine banjo head on it. And it's uh, set up to play like a ukulele. When I was about four years old, my brothers were playing things on that. My dad would play it, and I just started Jonesing to play that thing. And I finally got somebody to show me a chord or two. Just loved it. And I played that so much that when I was six years old, I think for my birthday, I was gifted with a ukulele of my own. And it was just a toy, basically a plastic bodied ukulele, but it actually worked. And I played that a lot. Things like I've been working on the railroad and other things that you know when you're a kid. But that was 1964 in February. My sister, who's 11 years older, was caught up in Beatlemania. And of course, they hit the Ed Sullivan show. And I was allowed to stay up and watch. And the next day I was trying to play I Want to Hold Your Hand on the Ukulele. And it's pretty (laughs) much... (laughs) been downhill ever since. (laughs) So which instruments do you claim, if not mastery, at least sufficiency in? I was around that ukulele and piano from, you know, very young age. I never really applied myself to pianos until much later in life, but I've dabbled around on them ever since I was very young. I got my own guitar when I was uh, in the third grade, and I have been playing that ever since. When I was a senior in college, 
I was listening to all of the popular music that was on the radio, you know, like would have been uh, Led Zeppelin and Elton John and, and Ozark Mountain Daredevils and all that kind of stuff, which was on the, the popular radio stations in my neck of the woods. I loved Jim Croce, and I would try to play songs by Jim Croce and James Taylor. And I had an electric guitar, but I really applied myself to acoustic. But I had always listened to other things as well. My two older brothers were big musical influences on me for what they would bring home for me to listen to and encourage me to play. So banjo, my oldest brother, more or less introduced me to that by way of the movie Bonnie and Clyde, Flatten Scruggs. Foggy Mountain Breakdown was used as chase scene music in that, and it became a pop radio hit. So I'd always been enamored of those, and I started watching Hee Haw just to see the banjo players. Then I played guitar and banjo into college from the senior in, in high school into college. Then a person came to Northland College my junior year who played fiddle and mandolin. And he introduced me to those instruments. It took me a long time to get anywhere with the violin, with the fiddle. You know, I really have been playing music since, like I said, since 1963 or something like that. But I didn't really start applying myself to violin until I moved down to Asheville, North Carolina in the mid-1980s. I was uh, fortunate enough to play with some really stellar fiddle players then when I came back up to Wisconsin in 1990, I didn't have anybody to play those tunes with. So I started really applying myself to the fiddle. In between all of that, I guess when I was still down in Asheville, my son, who is 42 now, was taking some piano lessons from a friend. And I started taking piano lessons alongside him. So I do that, or I used to do that also. And it's interesting when I play stringed instruments, I play pretty much anything that there is, you know, folk music, singer-songwriter things, rock and roll. But when I sit down at a piano, I like to try to play things by Chopin and Beethoven. And I'm not, not very good at it, but I try. <laughs> I mean, I'm not able to do anywhere near what I used to do because I had a stroke a year and a half ago. So it really discombobulated my whole right side. So I can still strum a Beatles song or a bluegrass song and still sing and sing harmonies. But when it comes to doing anything fancy, like playing Chopin on a piano, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, today for Song of the Soul, we're talking to Tom Drawn. And I should tell you how the name is spelled so you recognize it. Too many silent letters, just like French, means that it's not obvious to hear the sound and write it down. Drawn is spelled D-R-A-U. G-H-O-N. And you don't have to memorize too much. You just come via NordenSpiritRadio.org and you'll find links to Tom. Of course, I th is it because your name has so many silent letters that your website is not your name? It's Heartistry.com. Well, we are going to listen to a song very soon that I recorded with a band, a Celtic band that I was in called Way Up North. When we made the CD, I decided, okay, this is an original tune, and I need to figure out how to do the copyright on it. And I decided that I should set up a publishing company name with BMI. At the time, this was 1993, they didn't have internet forms. So what I had to do was send them a letter with my five choices of publishing company name. If somebody else already had number one, they went down to number two, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, my first choice would have been Second Wind Music, but I just thought up four other publishing company names on the fly, and Heartistry happened to be number two. So that's what I got. If it had been number three, I'd have been Howling Mouse Music. Okay. <laughs> 
early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. And it was three, so it didn't make it at all, I guess. That's right. <laughs> and the, the Heartistry idea came from uh, my friend David Wilcox in Asheville, North Carolina. He had done a song called Language of the Heart. I just kind of spun off of that and thought, okay, uh, Language of the Heart, Music of the Heart, Heartistry, pun on artistry. But hardly anybody that sees the word can figure out how to pronounce it. It defies logic as far as I'm concerned, but that's, <laughs> I, I have to explain it. <laughs> what are we going to start off with for your Song of the Soul, Tom? For me, just instrumental music is a big part of my soul. It just has a lot to do with making me feel good, you know, bringing out emotions. So the first song is from 1987. It's called Solstice. And it was co-created by me and a friend named Gary Bolstead, who's a wonderful guitarist. So we get together as often as possible, but he lives in New Zealand right now. So it's a kind of a once a year thing to be able to get together and play anymore. But we sat up playing music here in Ashland, Wisconsin, all night long on a Tuesday, then looked at the clock and it was one o'clock. And we both said, oh, my gosh, we've got to go home and get some sleep. Got to be at work the next day. And uh, we were at Gary's veterinary clinic and we walked out into the parking lot and looked up and there was an amazing clear sky with the most intense northern lights I have ever seen just shooting up into uh, a central vortex in the sky. And we both stood there with our heads back looking at the sky for a long time. And then finally, we had to go home. But we kept playing that tune. And then I thought, well, okay, let's name it Solstice Tuesday because that's when we created it. And then the word Tuesday got dropped and we just shortened it to solstice. We didn't know that there were going to be about 25 other new age solo instrumental recordings <laughs> that were going to come out on Lyndon Hill Records called Solstice. So that's where that came from. The song is Solstice.
guest today for Song of the Soul is Tom Drawn. Back in 1987, performing along with Gary Bolstead as Second Wind, they did that song, Solstice, uh, instrumental, obviously, a, a very pretty one, by the way. I think you actually did channel, in writing that song, Tom, some of the beauty of Northern Lights, of seeing that happen in the sky, the, the dancing of the colors as they flow across the sky. I think you actually captured it in that song. Thank you. I appreciate that. So we start out with an instrumental. When was the first time you wrote a song that had lyrics? One of my first ones I wrote in high school, and it was an environmentally themed song. So I wrote a song about the New River. It was probably 11th or 12th grade. Then my focus in my musical life has been much more on creating musical sound rather than focused on creating lyrics and words like, you know, people like Joan Baez, Bob Dylan, great people. I mean, their guitar playing is really a vehicle for delivering lyrics, whereas my focus has been more on trying to create instrumental sounds like the Solstice tune, or one of my favorite guitar players back then was Leo Kotke. So I started learning to, trying to learn to play like him. Well, why don't you show off some more of your music for Song of the Soul? There's one more instrumental. I do like to play by myself, but it's also much more fulfilling to play with somebody else or with a group because the possibility of tonal sounds is just much bigger if you've got more people involved. So in 1993, I was invited to join a group with a person who played violin, fiddle for Lake Superior, Big Top Chautauqua for many years. His name was Bruce Bowers. He had been getting together with a bagpipe player from St. Paul named Dick Hensold, who plays a more odd set of bagpipes, I guess you could say. They're a very small set from just south of the English border, and they're called Northumbrian Small Pipes. Uh, Dick is an amazing musician. So it was Bruce who's kind of a virtuoso wizard fiddler, Dick Hensold on bagpipes. My friend Lisa McGinley was playing Irish drum and Irish whistle and even bass, and uh, she's a wonderful singer. So our group was called Way Up North. When I was with that group, the bagpipe player and I were going to go to Scotland, and I had been listening to a lot of music by one of my favorite guitar players was John Renborn, an English guy. I was trying to create something in his style of playing, and so I decided to do an Irish jig type song. Just think up a finger-picking thing for guitar. Then we did end up performing it at Lake Superior Big Top Chautauqua. So I decided to name it the Big Top Jig in honor of them. And here it is, Big Top Jig. Get your feet out and get dancing.
Back in the day, Tom Dron was part of a collaboration called Way Up North, and they did that song, Big Top Jig. But the thing that interests me particularly, Tom, is I don't think you're indigenous to that area. I mean, this is far northern Wisconsin. Some people think of it as uh, the wilderness, and some people just think of it as hell, because we have some cold weather up this way. And you weren't originally from that cold of climb, were you? No, I am from the Carolinas and a little bit of West Virginia. But when I was in grade school in Beckley, West Virginia, the climate there was a little more similar to here. It's a higher elevation in the mountains. We got wet snow. We had real winter. And I always loved it. You know, the Carolinas actually are just a little too hot for me. I wanted to get away to a cooler area and also an area that was not as highly populated as the uh, eastern seaboard is And so when Northland College sent me a letter, I looked at it and thought, okay, I think I'm coming up here. So I've been here since 1975. I had a little hiatus where I moved back to North Carolina to be closer to my family for about five years. Then I came back up. So this is where I've lived longer than anywhere else. And uh, it really feels like home. Well, good for you. And it's a good taste. Uh, The rural areas have such beauty and connection to the land that gets washed away when you get the population too dense. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go for another song from Tom Dron for today's Song of the Soul. Where next? The next one would be a song called Without You. My friends Gary and Ron and this trio had both been fairly prolific in writing songs. And we got together initially just to play music for fun. But they had all of these original songs that they had written and that they had been performing together because they both lived in Omaha, Nebraska. So I decided that I needed to write some actual songs for when I got together with them the next time. So I started thinking about, I think I told you that uh, one of the first things I did was play Beatles songs. And I started thinking about how they wrote. So what came up was the song, When I fell in love with you, would you promise to be true? That one. And I sort of spun off of that and took the idea behind the song and then tried to make a creation of my own. And it's called Without You. And it's basically about what it feels to to fall in love with somebody. A spoiler alert, folks. Tom Dron is singing about love here with this song, Without You. When I fell in love with you It took me by surprise I was all alone You'd gone And when I closed my eyes I could only see you And feel your tender touch And I cried out Because it hurt so much To be without you Explain just why I feel the way I do Not a moment's time goes by That I don't think of you And long for the time That I'll see you again 
again Then I'll cry out Because it feels so empty here without you Don't want to spend another day without you This feeling inside cannot be denied An empty space that's only filled by you I hold you so dear I always want you near Please say you feel this way about me too And so I count the days till you return to me, and we hold each other close and share good company. And for that brief time, I'm in heaven so sublime, then I cry out for you'll have to leave again and I'm without you I'm never going to be the same without you can't help it that I always think about you these feelings I just can't explain without you there's just a certain magic that's about you Song of the Soul, we have Tom Drawn here. He performed that song, Without You, with two of his friends. So the trio was called Indian Summer, he and Gary Bolstead and Ron Hulsebus. And folks, you'll find links. I'll include link not only to Tom Drawn's website, which is heartistry.com. That's the word heart, history, like in artistry. Heartistry.com. The link's on northernspiritradio.org. Thing is, Northern Spirit Radio is easy to spell. You will spell it correctly. Come and find all kinds of my guests for the last 18 years via my northernspiritradio.org website. Please leave us comment when you come. You can make a donation. That's how this full-time work is supported. Not by government, not by corporations, but by you, the listeners. And you can track down all of our guests and connect with them and also find the 35 to 45 stations nationwide that carry our programs. So please follow that all via NordenSpiritRadio.org. But especially make sure you connect with all of our guests, like Tom Drawn. Drawn, again, is spelled D-R-A-U-G-H-O-N. 
But you've got a community, I think, of music up near you as well. I live in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which I really love the way the musicians around here. I mean, there's all kinds of permutations of those performers as bands, and they've got different names. And I just love watching that kind of mutual chemistry happening. Do you have that also up in Ashland area in northern Wisconsin? I think this whole Shawamagan Bay area, Ashland, Washburn, Bayfield, and surrounding area is a magnet for artistic types of people. And that would include potters and weavers and visual artists, but also musicians. And that's how all of the people that started Big Top Chautauqua ended up here. Then other people continue to move here from other places. And then people do get together and form different permutations and different groups. And uh, it's just wonderful. Yes. And where you live in Eau Claire, I mean, there's a great music school and I'm sure there's a great music scene. I know that there's a lot that goes on down there. And that's great. Well, the folks listening today for Song of the Soul certainly want to hear some more music by Tom Drawn. What's next? You know, the uh, Indian Summer CD ended up being an equal amount of original music by each of the three of us. And I chose two songs off that CD. So the other one is a song that I had actually written a lot earlier. When I was in college at Northland College back in 1978 and 79, I formed a band accidentally, a little bluegrass band. We called ourselves Wild Oats, and we ended up playing all over the place for a number of years. And we went through a couple of different incarnations there was Wild Oats, and then that band basically fell apart, like lots of bands do. People went their separate ways. Then we became the Marengo River Ramblers, which you can't say after two beers. And then we decided to add one of our original members back in, and we became a quartet known as Second Wind. So Second Wind performed all over Wisconsin and also parts of Michigan, Illinois, Minnesota. You know, eventually that band fizzled out in 1983. Well, there was a college reunion in 1992. We all got back together to play again for old time's sake. And I was thinking about that. And this is a nostalgia song that I wrote about what great times I had playing music with these people who are all still good friends. So it's called I Want to Go Back to That Time. And no debts, no bills to pay We laughed and played music with our friends And we never thought those days would ever end Now I want to go back to that time When my old friends were all in their prime But the years like the autumn leaves keep blowing down the line and I want to go back to that time Now Daddy, he had dark hair yesterday But now his face is wrinkled and he's gray He sits there in his chair right by the door But he doesn't get outside much anymore now he wants to go back to that time When his old friends were all in their prime But the years like the autumn leaves keep blowing down the line And I want to go back to that time 
sang a song of hope for every day. A song to chase unhappiness away. A message of goodwill we'll try to send. Let's live in harmony until the end. When we'll want to go back to that time. When our old friends were all in their prime. But the years like the autumn leaves keep blowing down the line. And I want to go back to that time. Yes, I want to go back to that time. When my old friends were all in their prime But the years like the autumn leaves keep blowing down the line And I want to go back to that time I think at one point or another, we almost all have that nostalgia. I want to go back to that time. The sweet, poignant, and sometimes painful things that are part of our life that make us who we are. And that song, Back to That Time, by Tom Drawn, performed with the assemblage of performers called Indian Summer, and captures that. And you mentioned, by the way, there, your father. And I don't know if this was a real picture of father or this was just a prototypical father who doesn't get out much anymore. Well, at the time that I wrote it, that was really sort of Nashville songwriting uh, poetic license. Where did you get your poetic license issued by? <laughs> I think I issued it to myself. One of the things that's sweet about that one is there's some pretty sweet fiddle in there. Is that you or someone else? I mean, you do play the fiddle, banjo, guitar, all those other things you listed off. But is that your fiddle? That is my fiddle. And thank you for that compliment. You're too kind. Yeah, I've always felt a little like like my fiddle playing may not be good enough, but glad that you think it is. So yeah, I played fiddle and banjo and bass on that recording. And uh, Gary and Ron are playing guitars and singing. And the harmonies are all three of you, yes? That's correct. I think harmonies must be awfully fun to anyone who can do them. My wife can do harmonies, I can't. So I just have to hold the main melody and she goes off and does the great harmonies. And that's part of one of the gifts she got by being gifted that way from her youth but also from performing in a sextet back when she was in high school. Oh, yeah. You know, I've done a lot of choral singing. I think I've been in uh, every high school chorus that there was in my upbringing and college as well. I've sung classical music, things like Beethoven's Ninth Symphony and music by Bach and things. And when you are a tenor, you're always on a harmony part. But I've also been trying to do harmony ever since I can remember, really. I think one of my first memories ever is singing with my sister, and I was three years old. You said about a year and a half ago, you had a stroke. Yes. And it's affected particularly your right side. Was that a, a long road back, or is it just that you're just a quick healer? I have to say, I, I feel very fortunate that I still have all my cognitive abilities, I have had a little bit of difficulty talking at times because, like I said, it, it discombobulated my whole right side, and that includes my tongue on the right side of my mouth. I had to relearn to swallow. I could not walk. I was in a wheelchair from February 2022 until July 2023. I have just been plugging away at getting to where I can do things again. Uh, I had some good physical therapists in Duluth. I was there the whole month of March. But yeah, it's been a very long, slow process to get back 
I'm nowhere near being able to do things I used to do. It's quite trying just to walk at times because I really feel like I'm kind of like, you know, half in my body a lot of times right now. You seem really upbeat. Maybe that's just a persona you're bringing for this Song of the Soul interview. Or have you had to deal with depression, joy, happiness? I don't know. You can make new friends and get new advances every day. So maybe there's reason for more joy because there's so many attributes you can add. That's interesting. You're not the first person to ask that question. And no, I'm not having any depression issues. I'm just sort of resigned to my fate. This is the way life is going to be for a while. I'm going to see if I can make uh, lemonade out of lemons. That's it. If I can, I would love to get back to where I can play well enough to possibly do some performing again. I don't know if that'll ever happen. I have a lot of recording gear. I love the act of recording music and being an engineer And I have all this stuff that I would like to be able to use, but it's been on hold for the past year and a half. But I am getting back together and playing music with friends. I have a bluegrass trio called Truegrass. And we talked about that fundraiser that we did for Kevin McMullen, which was called Fiddle Fest, or Fiddler on the Mend was what it was originally called. I got together with friends and we actually did that last April. I played an entire night with my friends. And we were joined by Randy Sabine. So it was a good night. I'm going to keep on trying and see what happens with no expectations. And that's probably the best way to go anyway, because a friend of mine, musician friend in North Carolina, Don Petty, phenomenal dulcimer player, Tai Chi master, great artist, and can hang sheetrock like nobody's business. With his Eastern philosophy related to Tai Chi, one day he said to me, Tom, you make the appointment, you make the disappointment. That's stayed with me ever since then. So yeah, if you go expecting something, you're going to be disappointed when it doesn't happen. So try uh, plugging away and see what I can do. It sounds like the right way to approach it. It certainly makes sense for me. And I realize different strokes for different folks as well. But let's get some more of your music just to prove what this gift is that's channeled through you. Well, there were two more. They're both from an album that I did with my friend Kevin McMullen and with Lisa McGendley, who was also on the Way Up North recording. And uh, Lisa was also in those bands I talked about that we formed in college, Wild Oats and Second Wind. The album is called Take Three. It's the three of us. Let's look at the one that's called The Cuckoo. And uh, it's medleyed with a fiddle tune, whistle tune called the, The Maple Leaf. The Cuckoo is an old folk song that would be Uh, It's not really a ballad. The folk song collectors would have uh, categorized it as a love song. So these verses are, again, kind of like without you. They're talking about your true love. It's a song about longing. You know, sort of the cuckoo and its life habits are a little bit of a metaphor for what happens when you're feeling those kinds of feelings. There are two versions of the song. One version is all about a a card player who gambles all over the world. And the other version is the love song version. That's the one I decided to track down. There's a a version you always hear that was even uh, popular in the folk song revival of the 1950s and 60s. Oh, the cuckoo, she's a pretty bird. She warbles as she flies. And it's that's it. It's just very repetitive. And then there are just these words about a gambler or something. But I opened a book by a folk song collector from the turn of the century, early 1900s, named Cecil Sharp. And I just happened to glance at this song and noticed that he had a different melody. And so I decided to use that different melody for the chorus and then go looking for love song verses 
use those with the other melody that you normally hear. So we did that. And then with Take 3, one of my reasons that I asked Kevin and Lisa to form this group with me was because they both sing. And I wanted to write some interesting vocal harmonies. The Take 3 is indicative of what I was going for with that sort of thing. Maybe a little bit like Peter, Paul, and Mary. That's about all I can say about that one, but it's a it's an old song, so it's the cuckoo. Oh, the cuckoo, she's a pretty bird. She sings as she flies. She brings us glad tidings and tells us no lies. Oh, she visits the sweet flowers For to make her voice so clear And the more she hollers cuckoo The summertime draws near In the autumn then, when her time's come Her voice will no longer hear And where she goes, we cannot know until another year Oh, the cuckoo, she's a pretty bird She sings as she flies She brings us glad tidings And tells us no Is 
all of my delight For to walk with and talk with From the morning through the night Oh, the cuckoo, she's a preacher She sings as she flies She brings us glad tidings And tells us no You just heard for Song of Soul a kind of medley, a compilation of the cuckoo and maple leaf put together for your degustatory pleasure by Tom Drawn. 
his website, heartistry.com. That was actually performed, however, by three musicians together, Kevin McMillan, Lisa McGinley, and our guest today for Song of the Soul, Tom Drawn. You were telling me something about Maple Leaf is actually a song written by Dark Debrun. Did I get that right? Yes, it's an instrumental tune that was written. He was a whistle player, Irish whistle, and he wrote the tune evidently as a wedding gift and played it for his new bride at their wedding reception. One thing that I meant to ask you earlier in the interview, just didn't get around to it. There's so much interesting musical stuff in your life and behind all of the songs that you're sharing. I didn't ask you about your religious, spiritual background. I do have this sense, you know, you're from North Carolina, a bit of West Virginia. You've got this northern Wisconsin ice crust on you. What's your religious, spiritual past and present? And I want to hear the positive and the negative both. Well, in my early life, high school and before, it would have been, you know, going to uh, First Baptist Church in West Virginia and in Florence, South Carolina, having some good experiences there. One of the things that I loved to do was sing in the choir. Like I said, I've sung all sorts of choral music. One thing I really liked about the church when I was in high school was they had a really nice pipe organ and a great player. And I would go and listen to Bach organ fugues. But I just was never really serious about the religion part of it. It really was more of a way for me to meet people. And when I came to college, I basically really never went to church again. I just fell out of it. But I guess you could say my basic philosophy is that love is everything. I have studied a smattering of other religious ideas. I wouldn't say religions. I've never, a religion is a practice, you know, and a philosophy is the ideas. So I've studied more alternative philosophies, you know, some from Eastern religions. Uh, I studied transcendental meditation with a friend when I lived in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. I still practice that periodically. I've, you know, just done a lot of reading of alternative books. So I guess you could call me kind of a a sensitive new age guy if you wanted to. But (laughs) (laughs) So even if you don't have your license for poetic license, you do have your sensitive new age guy certificate. That's right. I do. It makes me think of, oh, gosh, I've had this for a long time. I just ran across this in a box I was cleaning out. I have a bull shipping license. <laughs> okay, it's good. I don't even have to censor that since you said it correctly. It's, yeah, it's, it's when your tongue slips that you get in trouble. <laughs> I think this was bought at a novelty store at a place in Myrtle Beach or something like that. It is, <laughs> I've just had it ever since. Well, Tom, we've got to conclude this because time's running out. I'm pretty sure we'll have some bonus excerpts on our NordenSpiritRadio.org website because there's too many good things to be said between two people talking about things they love. So what can we conclude your Song of the Soul with? It's another song off of the Take Three album, and it is called All the Time. This is another one that I wrote similarly to Without You, I decided I needed to do some actual songwriting. What am I going to write about? And I love banjo. I've been playing banjos ever since I was in the 12th grade. Started out with the three-finger picking bluegrass style, and then I got enamored of the old-time claw hammer style, more like Grandpa Jones on Hee Haw. You know, when you're playing that kind of stuff, it's pretty hard to be sad. I mean, it's just a happy instrument. 
And I just thought, you know, I really, when I sit down to write songs, I tend to be introspective and sometimes kind of depressed sounding. And like, I really need to write a happy song. That's where this came from. And it's about basically the people that you love in your life. And one of those at the time for me was my daughter who we adopted from China. And she was about eight years old. Thinking about that, that's where the song came from. It's called I Think About You All the Time, or the working title is just All the Time. And you're performing this again with Lisa and Kevin as the group Take Three. Yes, correct. Well, we're going to go out with this song because the clock has run out on us. I want to thank you so much for joining me. You did quite a hustle to get ready for this week already. I appreciate that, too. And I appreciate your long gift of music to northern Wisconsin. Again, folks, Tom's website is heartistry.com, heart as in H-E-A-R-T, heartistry.com, the links on northernspiritradio.org. You've had so many wonderful collaborations, including the one that's still in the works, the True Grass Trio, Indian Summer, Wild Oats, and Take Three, and everything else. You've been spreading the gift of music around. I appreciate it so much. You shared it today with Song of the Soul. Well, thank you so much for having me on your program. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm really glad to be here. I do hope some people will check out some things on the website and and maybe try to get in contact. I'd be happy to hear from anybody. So thank you so much. You're welcome. And again, folks, Tom Drawn has been our guest here, linked on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul after you listen to All the Time. Surely as the sun goes up and down, I begin to find turn around and you are in my mind I think about you all the time and when I'm working trying to find a way just to make a dime I'll stop to think and you are what I find I think about you all the time now maybe It's the way you laugh with me And maybe it's your smile But when you're gone I'm wishing you were here I could go ten thousand miles To be with you and hold you close again To know your love so fine To feel your warmth here safely by my side I think about you all the time Ten thousand miles to be with you and hold you close again To know your love so fine To feel your warmth here safely by my side I think about you all the time I think 
about you all the time. I think about you all the time. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.